We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What's good, LL Nation? Happy, happy Friday, man. For the Culture Friday right here, Lucky Lefty Podcast. We are brought to you and featuring Anora Whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. It is that premium American whiskey, AnoraWhiskey.com. And if you're going to drink, by all means, make sure that you do so responsibly. Left, just got off a call and immediately got called in to do diaper duties. So he's going to be joining us. He's going to be joining us momentarily, man. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We know the big news of the day. Right. And we were tempted to jump on last night and actually do a show. And we held off because left want to go through some film and really check in on Sam Hartman, who has transferred to the University of Notre Dame uh, officially on yesterday. So he can come down 
uh, come on today and give the breakdown. Um, he's going to have some good things to say, and I'm going to keep it a buck. I'm going to be the Scrooge today. I'm not going to be the Scrooge because of Sam Hartman, in my opinion of him as a football player. But I'm going to be the Scrooge today because of you, Notre Dame fans. I think we need to relax. I think a lot of people are, are putting this young man in a position to be a savior at Notre Dame, and that's not who he is. So we need to relax. This move isn't enough. It's about two or three other moves that need to be made to really give Notre Dame a chance to win a championship. Notice I said win a championship. I did not say make it to the college football playoffs. We've done that. We've done that. Every coach since Lou Holtz has either made it to a college football playoff, a national championship, or a BCS slash NY6 bowl. Every coach except one, and that's Tyrone Willingham. Getting to the dance at Notre Dame can be done. Competent coaches can get to the dance at Notre Dame. We haven't won the dance. We haven't been the prom king at the dance since 1988. It's been a long time since we've been the prom king of college football. We're talking about winning it. And I'm seeing all types of stuff. <laughs> People talking about getting sized, ring, you know, getting sized up for rings. It's like, relax. 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 It's almost the same thing we said about Drew Pine. Like, yo, relax. When people are saying he's the reason. He's the reason Notre Dame has turned things around. It's like, okay, relax. Relax. He's not that dude. You don't want to do that to him. And before Lev comes in, I think we're in a situation where, before, before I'm sorry, let's start it off all wrong. I'm going to jump into Sam Hartman. But I want to make sure that uh, we are extremely thankful for what has happened and the updates that we receive about DeMar Hamlin and how he's improved. He FaceTimed with his teammates today. I think that is amazing. He's breathing on his own. That's absolutely amazing. Um, people, doctors that I know are amazed at the young man's recovery. Because he had gone over four minutes, over four minutes without blood flow to the brain. And those of you know, if you go that long without blood flow to the brain, there's a, there's a great chance that there's going to be brain damage. And for everything to be going the way it is, man, fantastic. Everyone that sent prayers and positive thoughts, we appreciate you. Um, and I'm sure the family appreciates you. Then uh, the news came down about former Arkansas running back, former NFL running back Peyton Hillis in an attempt to uh, save his children from uh, drowning. Um, ended up in critical condition himself. And um, just sad news. So once again, um, send your thoughts and prayers to the, the Hillis family um, for his recovery. And yeah, 
I can only imagine. Like as a parent, I know I would I would give my life as well. But hopefully, this will not be a situation where Peyton Hillis had to give his life for his children, and he can make a full recovery and to be able to enjoy them growing up and being a father. So I just wanted to say that. What we're going to talk about today is we're going to talk about Sam Hartman. When Lev jumps on, he's going to give the breakdown of scouting report. Yesterday, don't forget, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, follow us, Lucky Lefty Podcast, smash that like button. After you do that, hit the notification bell. Every time we post something, every time we go live, you'll know. Greatly appreciate you. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all of our great content over at CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. You already know we spin it different. So we're going to talk about Sam Hartman today. We're going to break him down. And we're going to talk about how he impacts the offense. We touched on it a little bit yesterday because our show ended right before the announcement became official. So we talked about the dominoes and how things would fall in the quarterback room in anticipation of the news coming out on yesterday. And then when it finally did, we posted that. And then we're going to dig a little bit deeper into it once left gets on. But it's amazing to see how enthusiastic. Like, I'm not saying don't be enthusiastic about Sam Hartman transferring to Notre Dame. By all means, be enthusiastic. When you look at the numbers, um, the numbers don't lie, right? He's top five in passes down the field over 10 yards. Doesn't have an extremely strong arm. He has an average arm, but he has a way to be accurate on passes down the field. He had tall wide receivers. Notre Dame has tall wide receivers. You know, he had a game where against Louisville, that's tough. If you just go look at the breakdown of the possessions, possessions in the second half, he had a tough game. He had a tough game. And honestly, the task put before him is we're bringing you in here to beat the good teams. Like, you're not – Notre Dame can beat their schedule. They can beat their schedule. They can win 10 games. Right, they ended up winning nine games this year. We understand Stanford, unforgivable. Right, and Sam Hartman's quarterbacking, they probably don't lose to Stanford. Right, they probably don't lose to Marshall. But that look, I put that on the feet. I put that at the feet of the people that recruited that quarterback room. Right, and this is what I would like to say. How many transfer quarterbacks have won national championships? One. And I don't think Sam Hartman is on that level of the one. He's not that type. He's not that dude. He's not Joe Burrow. He's not. Really good quarterback, but he's not Joe Burrow. And this is why I'm saying this. And I said this when we had Coach Carl Reed on. And he disagreed, and he pointed out what Lincoln Riley was able to do at Oklahoma. Lincoln Riley hasn't won a national championship. And I don't want to talk about getting to the dance. I want to win it. I want Notre Dame to win it. And you win it by going out, recruiting quarterbacks, and developing them. There's nothing more important than that. Clemson does it. Alabama does it, right? 
Georgia does it. Right, Stetson Bennett went there, left, came back. You have to be able to recruit and develop at the quarterback position to win national championships for the most part, for the most part, right? What he does bring that you can see in the four quarterbacks that made the college football playoff this year is leadership, toughness, and resiliency. That's something that I think is going to bode well. He's had to see on his chest for three years. So in tough moments against tough teams, you like having him in the huddle. You absolutely like having him in the huddle. That's going to be beneficial. This is going to be great and make spring football even better. That's another point that I want to make. Spring football is going to be incredible. Like Chancey Stuckey and his wide receivers have to be ecstatic. Not just because of Sam Hartman, because what we saw from Tyler Buckner and him getting better as a quarterback, you're going to have two really good quarterbacks. You're going to have two good quarterbacks helping those wide receivers get better and giving them opportunities. Right? So the group that Sam Hartman's working with, they're going to get better. The group that Tyler Buckner's working with, they're going to get better. There is no drop. I mean, look, that's a beneficial, that's beneficial for the offense as a whole. Ones and twos should be able to work with good quarterback play in practice. That's a benefit. Quarterback room got better. Then you have your youngster, Kenny Minchie, coming in. And I know, I already know, why do you always overlook Steve Angeli? Because Steve Angeli, let's be honest, eventually might end up being the odd man out. He just may be. But it's up to him. He might surprise, and he might hold off Kenny Minchie. Heck, he might even hold off C.J. Carr when he gets here. He might be the guy that eventually wins a national championship as a quarterback at Notre Dame. Who knows? It's up to those young guys. They put in the work. But I think overall, from a preparation standpoint, elevation of the wide receivers, this move is greater than just being better on Saturdays at 2.30 p.m. or Saturdays at 6.30 p.m. This means a hell of a lot in the months of March, April, and up to the Blue and Gold game and into the fall. It means a heck of a lot. A heck of a lot. So from a statistical standpoint, you cannot argue what Sam Hartman means to Notre Dame offensively. Can't argue that. Can't argue that. I think, and I've, I've spoken on this, I think one of the most ridiculous and disrespectful things that was done was Sam Hartman's picture being put out there in the first half of the Gator Bowl. It's, like, dude, you could have waited three hours for that if that's what you wanted to do. You could have done it. And I'm glad Tyler Buckner turned the game around in spite of the mistakes he made and ended up being Gator Bowl MVP and showed the resiliency that he did. So I think we're doing, we're doing Sam Hartman a disservice if we're expecting him to come in and be the savior 
to deliver a national championship. We're doing them a disservice. Matter of fact, I'll go a step further. Heck, I think we're going to do more for Sam Hartman than he's going to do for us. Because I still feel like there are two or three other things that need to be done to secure a national championship at Notre Dame in 2023. But Sam Hartman has an opportunity to go from a fifth or sixth round pick. I talked to my man Ryan Roberts last night after his day down in San Antonio at the All-American Bowl. And I said, Double R, what's the reports on him coming back? Because I've heard from a couple of people connected to the Bears. And he was like, uh, fifth round, sixth round. And I said, you know what, with a good season, because I expect him to throw for over 3,500. Notre Dame hasn't had a quarterback throw for over 3,500 yards in a while. So I said, hey, if he throws for 3,500 yards, 3,500 to 4,000, how do you see that playing out for him with draft? He said he goes from a fifth, sixth round pick probably up to a second, third round pick because of Notre Dame being in a pro-style offense. He's never been in a pro-style offense, so he will have proven to the scouts that he can do and produce what he can do and produce in a pro-style offense, which is going to be huge for him. It changes the narrative on him. See, it's not just about what Sam Hartman does for Notre Dame. This is also about what Notre Dame does for Sam Hartman. Because if we dig into this, and I think Brian Driscoll did a great job chronicling this, but Malik talked about it, right? Malik said the Notre Dame football program in that quarterback room is like a Malibu beachfront property to quarterbacks in college football. Did he not say that about a month ago? He said every quarterback that jumps in the portal wants Notre Dame. Malik said that. He said every quarterback in the portal is going to contact Notre Dame. And from everything that we're hearing, that's exactly what happened. That's exactly what happened. There is no position that was more attractive than the quarterback position at Notre Dame. People understand the value of that position. They understand the business value of that position. They understand historically it's recognized as one of the most popular positions in all of college football. They understand that. They understand that. So Sam Hartman is coming in and he's going to benefit. What is he going to benefit from? A hell of a running game. A hell of an offensive line. Wide receivers coming in via the transfer portal. Top five wide receiver class coming in in the 23 recruiting class. And some returning receivers that can produce with elevated quarterback play. You saw that in the Gator Bowl. You saw that. So the expectation is with increased, with a quarterback like Hartman coming in, they'll make even more plays. Why? Because they have those capabilities. They have those capabilities. What does this do for Tommy Reese? What does this do for Tommy Reese? LL question of the day. After this, does Tommy Reese have any more excuses? 
Is this a season where you feel like there is no excuse for Notre Dame not to average 38 points per game or more? No more excuses for Tommy Reese and the Notre Dame offense. 38 points or bust. Is that the way you're feeling? I know that's the way I'm feeling right now. Like, I don't want to hear anything else. 38 points or bust. That's it. 38 points or bust. You have the running game, you have the offensive line, you have the weapons, and you have a quarterback that this fan base, this quarterback star fan base, is ecstatic, raring to go. Ryan Loftus, man, I can't tell you. Man, if I saw consistently weekly 300 yards per game through the air, I, I don't do. I, I might think I'm dreaming. 300 yards per game through the air at Notre Dame? I'm dreaming. I'm dreaming. Charlie Lloyd. Look, Charlie, 38 will be easy now. Hey, we're all, we all feel like, yeah, it, it should be. It should be. We just watched Tyler put up 45 with three turnovers. Right? Next year, regardless of the opponent, 40. Easy. Especially against the good teams. Right? Like, we're watching Stetson Bennett, Max Duggan, J.J. McCarthy putting up 40 against good teams. Now we have Sam Hartman. That's not unreasonable. I don't think that's unreasonable, Irish fans, at all. We should feel good. Now, that's the one thing I agree with that I'm ecstatic about, that this offense should be able to put up I'll raise it a little bit. I said 38. They should be able to put up 40 points per game. Yes. They should be able to put up 40 points per game. And if the defense continues to hold teams below what they normally average, which is what the Irish defense did with Al Golden, I think with the anomaly that was Caleb Williams and USC, that bodes well. That bodes well. That bodes well. But if you're talking about getting 300 yards per game through the air and you add in 150 to 170 on the ground weekly, you're talking about five, man, approaching 500 yards of offense per game. Per game. That's crazy. And that's why we titled today, It's a New Day at Notre Dame. We could really be on the precipice of experiencing a new day at Notre Dame. 300 yards per game through the air? Man, that harkens back to the Charlie Weiss days with Brady Quinn. Lucky Lefty Podcast. So I'm ecstatic. 
I'm ecstatic that the quarterback room has elevated for two reasons. I think we've seen Tyler Buckner get better. That's fantastic. We have Kenny Minchie, C.J. Carr coming down the pipeline. It's fantastic. We bring Sam Hartman in with his experience, something we didn't have in that quarterback room. Big game experience. Ability to make plays down the field at key moments. Vitally important, something we were missing. That elevates that room. And when you elevate that quarterback room, the wide receivers get better. Not just on Saturdays, but their preparation gets better. Their opportunities in the preparation gets better. That's something that hasn't been there at Notre Dame. Something that hasn't been there. You're going to have a hotly contested. I don't know what has been promised, what has been spoken about in meetings, but I said this yesterday. Tyler Butner isn't just about to hand the job over. He's the incumbent. In his mind, I'll point to my cheek. <laughs> In his mind, that's his job. That's his job in his mind. And he should feel like, look, you're going to have to take this from me. He should feel like, yo, you're going to have to take this from me. And I fully expect him to feel like that. I feel he's the wild card in this entire thing. He's the wild card. Because we just assume in a quarterback battle that Tyler Buckner doesn't have value. Tyler Buckner can do certain things for the offense that Sam Hartman cannot do. It's point blank. He can do certain things for the offense that Tyler Buckner or that Sam Hartman cannot do. That doesn't make him a better quarterback at this moment. But I'm just saying, he's not about to sit back and just say, okay, Sam Hartman, you transferred in. Let me start going through the uh, white pages of all colleges in Division I football to see where I might end up. Tyler Buckner's not doing that. He's not doing that. Now, what happens after the spring and the competition in the fall? Who knows? But as for now, he's not about to just hand the keys over. He's not. We've seen how resilient the kid is. I expect him to continue to do that. I continue to expect him to go out there, compete, and fight. Lucky Lefty Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify. Hit us up on YouTube, Lucky Lefty Podcast. Hit the like button. Let everybody know, Lucky Lefty Podcast. You already know, we spin it different. I've spoken my piece about the enthusiasm surrounding Sam Hartman transferring in. Now I turn it over to the illustrious Lucky himself, Malik Zaire, to give you the breakdown of Sam Hartman coming in to that quarterback room in Notre Dame and telling you what he adds offensively and what he helps Tommy Reese be able to do in developing the offense. Left, 
The floor is all yours, bro. I, I went on my rent. That's right. Because I'm like, yo, we doing a little bit too much anointing this dude the savior like that that's i understand there's room for happiness but we got to do some other things as well to secure a national championship there's definitely there's definitely uh excitement that comes with sam harbin i think his jersey number choice and and the, and the beard and all that gave me too much true pine vibes <laughs> I probably would have said, look, baby, going with a different number. I know you like 10 all your life, but 10 right now is, is like it's like the scarlet number, uh, scarlet letter red. But, man, I think there is, like we talked a little bit about yesterday, that there's a good, there's a win-win situation for us because we have Tyler Buckner and Sam Hartman, both guys mm-hmm. all believe are very capable of continuing the expectation of still – keeping the boat afloat of being a 10-win team. I think they both have the ability to do that. However, I'm not quite sure Sam Hartman is quite the Alabama beater, the Georgia beater of the world either. I think Tyler Buckner has a higher ceiling for it, and I think he has more talent, but I think Tyler Buckner needs a season or at least – eight games to really get under his belt of staying healthy, number one, but also being able to polish some of the decision-making he has in the game. Like he said in the interview, he's just going out there running plays. He don't care if there's three seconds left on the clock, right before half, right in the first drive. It doesn't matter. He's like, what's, what's the next play? That's good and bad. He needs to be a little more situationally aware, especially looking back on some of those turnovers which were unneeded, unforced errors. There's no reason to uh, have to force the ball to the play design, knowing that we're up seven, going in the score. You can take the easy check down or not throw it at all, right? So I think some of that stuff has has to play with game maturity. But I also think situationally in football politics, why would you bring a guy in if this is your guy of the future? If you liked so much of what he did in the bowl game, why are you bring another guy in? Tyler mentioned it earlier in the press conferences. He knew they was bringing a guy in. He probably suggested it. <laughs> the way he talked about it, he probably was like, Tommy, look, I think you need to hit that transfer portal. You know, spruce the room up a little bit. Spruce it up. Like, you know, get it, shake it up for me because I'm too bored or something. But like you know what? Because he was way too comfortable with that. <laughs> with that. Let, me, let me throw this in there, left. I think Tyler said that because he wanted to smoke. <laughs> yeah. I think Tyler's yeah. that type of dude. I, I think, think Tyler's that type of dude. Like, oh, you, Drew, on the other hand, cut bait and run. They all got the same talk. Yeah. They all got the same talk. Hey, we just letting you know we're going to the portal after the season. Drew Pine was like, all right, let me go pack my stuff. But I think Drew Pine was smart for that. I'll go. Absolutely. Fresh program, Arizona State. They're not winning nothing no time soon, but you got three years to play. They might be good his last year. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And on top of that, program, you know. Tyler but, was just like, let's go. Whoever. <laughs> but at the same time, you bringing a guy in for what? If I'm Tyler, I'm like, hold on now. You know, I'm the future now. I, I just I just did some things to earn in my audition tape. To, to make me the preseason number one. But you going out here 
getting the the best quarterback recruit, not a not a guy that I can, you know, work with, build off of, and then I play, but a guy that can come in here and supposed to be quote unquote teaching me something. Mm-hmm. What are y'all trying to say? Because like like I was thinking, football politically wise, Tyler has to play this next season. Mm. He's got to. If you want to keep that order right of bringing a Minchie and of bringing a CJ Carr and of having a franchise guy, getting that Ian Book experience type of guy under your belt, a Sam Hartman under your belt. I think that's the best way to build on victory because then you can just add transfers like a Drake May. You just add pieces at that point. So I think that's the right way of doing it. But Alabama's doing it. But I do also think that what are you trying to say? Yeah, it, it should be a competition. But then again, we're trying to win those next two games. Those next two games are, are, are quarterbacks that have played the whole season, are franchise guys, guys that we believe in, not guys that had to fight tooth and nail just to play and looking over his shoulder. So I think it's, it's a little more interesting unless Tyler concedes another year and then tries to battle it out with damn near just as much experience as what Kenny Minchie would be going into. So maybe they do have a plan, but I think it's going to be interesting. Uh, what did they tell Sam Hartman? Sam Hartman watched the game. He was probably like, oh, they probably like this kid, Tyler. He's tough. You know, he does some things differently than me. But Tommy said, I'm good. Was that the conversation? We know Tommy has said it before. He said he's good left. He probably was like, no, you're you're straight. It's just this window dressing, you know. Just gotta butter the kid up so he stays. Who knows? But no guy, no guy is thinking that had an illustrious career that he did at Wake Forest, potentially trying to go to the draft, dropping out of the draft to come to Notre Dame to sit the bench or to play part-time. Now I'm sure Marcus Freeman probably gave him something of a are right, you gonna have to compete. We're not giving nothing to nobody, which is true. But we know that there's conversations that go otherwise that may have convinced him to come. So, you know, I think there's, yeah, they, they probably let the cat out the bag with bringing somebody in because that's what we need. So how much belief do they really have in Tyler Buckner and his development? And what is the conversations that was had with Sam to get him to commit on his first visit? I don't even think he visited anywhere else, you know, so. We'll see how that goes. Left. I, you know, I challenge this fan base all the time. I've done it before, right? Like, because I'm like, I understand why morale might be a little bit lower than it should. But I'm glad that video went out with Lou Holtz. You know, I've stood on this platform many a times against Ohio State fans, Michigan fans, Alabama fans. I tell them all the time. You're right. You want to call us arrogant? You're darn right. You want to call us something else? Okay, we'll be that. We'll be whatever you call us. Because at the end of the day, we're Notre Dame and you're not. Period. You can be happy about whatever you're doing. We're Notre Dame, you're not. And you're not about to change the way I feel about my squad, my program. Period. We are so starved at the quarterback position that the reaction that Sam Hartman was like, Drake May was walking through the door, bro. 
like Bryce Young was about to walk through the door. And it's like, yo, don't, because in my opinion, that's being unfair to him. Like, don't let him come in because we Notre Dame is about to benefit him just as much as he's about to benefit Notre Dame. Now, you can believe that. Like, this is not a mesh offense. This isn't trying to do everything with A.T. Perry and your receivers. No, there's going to be some weeks where you're going to lean on these three dudes behind you and the five dudes in front of you. You won't even need to throw for over 150 yards today. Relax. Relax. You don't have to go out there every week and win the game like you had to do against Wake Forest. Notre Dame is about to do for Sam Hartman just as much as he's going to do for them. So you can say, yes, it's a really nice relationship, really good marriage on paper. Wake Forest ain't Notre Dame. Right. Your biggest game every year is Clemson. Right. That's it. And we whoop Clemson. We can talk about the three. You got Clemson, you got USC, and Ohio State, my man. You ain't played in games. You haven't played in games like that. Never. Sam Hartman hasn't played in games like that. Never. Not with the not with the expectation and the everything involved. And you know, he's always played either the underdog position or a guy with no chance. Last I checked, everybody wants to beat Notre Dame. Everybody gets up for Notre Dame. Everybody on the schedule. They just play better. They just he, play better. How many how many times has he experienced a team just playing better? Just because of who it was, right? Yeah. You go into games, people expected to blow you out. That's a whole different. <laughs> that's a that's a whole different expectation. When a team going in there, oh, we play Wake Forest. I'm gonna have stats this game. I'm gonna pad the stats once again. But then, but then you go into Notre Dame situation, mm-hmm. and it's like, okay, don't lose this game. <laughs> don't go out here just willy nilly, not prepared. Because the stakes are high. Stakes are high, my man. Yeah. Stakes are high. And you can only, no one can tell you about it. You have to yeah. experience it. Yeah. Left, you you tell them. Tell them, left. It's yeah. nothing, bro, there's nothing like walking out that tunnel game one against Texas. Nothing like that. You can't, you can't get there anywhere else in college football. Yeah. Maybe Michigan, Ohio State. Maybe. But the atmospheres that he's about to walk into, USC coming into Notre Dame Stadium with Caleb Williams, prime time. Ohio State coming in there. Prime time. Sam Hartman's never felt that. He never. But you know who has felt that? Everybody else that's his supporting staff. Yeah, that's why it's like. And and the group of players around him. It's a lot easier to deal with when it's that. Notre Dame is going to help him transition into some things that he has not had the opportunity to experience yet. Real nicely, though. Oh, because absolutely. What? You got a great offensive line. You can operate. Just imagine having all that expectation with a, a, a shifty offensive line. Yeah. So you're welcome. So it's like, okay, we set the table. 
get busy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, left. To be two games better, man. Yo, LL question of the day before you jumped on. Are all the excuses out the window for Tommy Reese now? Yes. And yeah. how much should Notre Dame put up on an average? How many points are you expecting, left? I'm expecting 38 or better. You hit my same number on the head. I said 38. A lot of people in the chat were saying 40. They were like, dude. It's your average 40. Uh, Sam Harden going to New York if it's that. Tyler just put up 45 with three turnovers, bro. That's a South Carolina team with a bunch of excuses. All them excuses is why we had to put that many. You know, they was crying before the game started. Look, man. I extend, Man, I promise you I'm happy. Because I told him, you know, some people might think, oh, this cat Sean is throwing cold water on the situation. No, I'm not. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm just telling people don't be driving down the street with your brake lines cut. Relax. Yeah. Relax. There's some other things you got to do in this transfer portal to secure some things. Now, to you know, we're gonna yeah, to, we're going to talk about that in the second half of the show. But in order to secure some things, there's some other things that have to be done. Because last I checked, Sam Hartman only plays one way. That's that's right. He only plays one way. How does he that's change right. the offense, Left? Go ahead and let everybody know the difference between this offense with Tyler and the difference between this offense with Sam Hartman. I think you have a much more mature and open playbook with Sam Hartman. You'll see a lot more uh, concepts and maybe even – uh, some heavier play actions. But with Tyler, you're getting the RPOs. You're going to see some of the stuff that's similar, but Sam Hartman can't do as much as Tyler Buckner. So you'll see a more methodical. Uh, some of Sam's favorite plays from Wake Forest probably be in there. But with Tyler Buckner, you'll get much more dynamic uh, play calling, hopefully, because you have to be uh, more in sync with what Tyler's good at, and that's running the football. So, yeah, he can throw it here and there, but his decision-making on the same plays that Sam Hartman may have are maybe different. Maybe Sam Hartman can sit in there a little longer. Maybe Sam Hartman can work the pocket a little bit better. Mm -hmm. Tyler Buckner's still keen to either throwing it a, a semi-great pass to the first read or blowing an open one. So it's definitely you get a lot more variables running the quote-unquote same plays. That's why I'm like you're not going to run the same plays going to run things that he's comfortable with and that's running the football that's rpos that's play action that's you know maybe a few concepts here and there depending on what the situation is because he's a guy that's going to call it and haul it sam hartman's maybe a little more particular it's like getting a uh finesse boxer he does a little bit more it's just not ground and pound as much so i think with sam hartman you'll see a lot more um let me get you to the league please <laughs> And Caleb Smith's going to be in those plays a lot. <laughs> Running all type of option routes and everything but a go route. So I think you're going to have a variety of different calls. There's a lot more on Tommy's plate this year than it is from last year because Drew's been there. Sam, you're kind of throwing here stuff that he did, stuff that you like, stuff that you want kind of thing. Tyler Buckner's, we got a package of plays that we can roll with and add stuff in there. 
so it's it's similar but not similar like same beast beast different different animal kind of thing but i think with both of them like i said you can win some games is sam going to come more in clutch in the games that we really need it's still yet to be seen because he's never even played at a level like this before tyler's played at a level but he hasn't stayed healthy enough to play uh enough to be polished to where i'm like okay I know he's going to go in there, control the clock, handle this and that. I'll go in there kind of with my hands, like, kind of tight. Like, he can, he can go in there and blow it when it's, when we don't need it, or he can go in there and score when we need it the most. So uh, definitely a wild card, I would say, for Tyler Buckner and for Sam. We just got to see if he's ready for the next step because I know Notre Dame is the next and closest stepping stone from an all in, all-inclusive uh schedule and expectation and things that go into getting ready for the NFL. And so the expectation for him, he's never had before. Tyler hasn't just has to stay healthy. So you get two, two interesting uh, ideas. Lucky lefty podcast. Thank you so much. Apple podcast, Spotify, CFB nation in conjunction with Irish breakdown. It's the lucky lefty podcast. You already know. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The headlines remind us daily, the world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine, stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour three-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com Now I talked about this and maybe you can dig into it because you were the guy behind Ev working with Chase and working with the second group of receivers. How does having Tyler and Sam in the spring, how does that elevate the preparation for all of those guys in the wide receiver room that will probably be working with a pretty good quarterback, regardless of who's throwing the ball to them? Well, you know, when you got a guy that's of Sam's stature coming in, is a, a heavy expectation. Oh, we can get off and start rolling. But, you know, Tyler's my guy, so we'll see how it goes. So it has some anxiety. Well, it did for me. Because I'm coming back into I'm coming back and Ev coming back to school. So it's two whole different type of things. You know, Ev's a whole different personality. So um being prepared and getting ready for the season, uh, it was interesting because I, I stuck closer to the guys that I kind of came into school with. 
And, you know, some of the older guys are kind of weighted towards closer to the season. But it's all about you, how you approach it uh, from an individual's perspective. Uh, is Tyler Buckner a off-season, you know, workout warrior? Or is he like Shaq? I just get in shape when the season comes. So, you know, you just depend on the type of guy. Now Sam Hartman's coming in, hopefully with his hair on fire a little bit more, trying to get familiar with the guys, get used to things. It's more of a natural progression, like a freshman coming into school, except he's a little bit more experienced with uh, what's coming in. So I know they're probably knowing how both of those guys are probably good, upstanding citizens with, uh, you know, little edge on a competitive one-on-one type of level. Uh, I think they'll probably work good together, uh, getting the guys out there and throwing the ball around. Uh, I do think Tyler has some killer instinct in him, but it's more so uh, for the game, not more of the competing with the guy in the room, which is interesting. So um, who knows what Sam's personality is like in the room? I know he looks like Drew Pine, so I'm pretty sure him and Tommy uh, got it off great, and Marcus Freeman just wants the right answer. What is going to be the biggest hurdle for Sam Hartman to transition from that mesh system to the pro style system, in your your opinion? I think just getting comfortable is one thing to know what's going on, but then being able to rep it and, and feel the different nuances of the play against different looks and just knowing your guys that you can really get the timing with because that's sort of what this offense, you got to have good timing, got to have, uh, you know, be on time with your feet, tying your feet to your eyes, all about getting reps uh, for a guy like Sam Hartman. And the more comfortable and confident you get, I think he'll be able to execute it a lot faster because he's been at this level and played at a pretty high level before. So I think it'll take some adjustment, getting comfortable and confident, but that, that, that all varies based on the individual. I think he's confident in himself with what he's done in the past, but you know, this is a new level for him. So does he adjust well to that? You can kind of tell in the spring and get closer in the fall. It's going to be interesting. Sam Hartman transfers to Notre Dame. Fan base should be absolutely excited, ecstatic for how the quarterback room has improved in the last seven days. Like what has happened with watching Tyler get better and getting Sam Hartman come in, like the quarterback room in Notre Dame looks totally different than it looked just seven days ago. That's something to be Yeah, and the good thing, too. Yeah, and, and, and we should expect, you know, us to start games faster and to be more consistent on offense, which means scoring more points. I think the top five scoring offense goal is what should be in the room. It should be as an offensive goal to be top five scoring because we have two capable quarterbacks. It's just – the expectation, I mean, think about it. When you're playing for a team like Wake Forest, you're taking the big shots, no sweat, because nobody cares. Hmm. Nobody cares. Right. But when you play in Ohio State at home and that post route's open, you you kind of squeezing your butthole a little tight because you're like, okay, I, I don't want to miss it. That's a whole different experience. It's like, all right, I don't want to choke on the on this easy free throw. But before, it's like, man, I'm shooting these with my eyes closed, you know, granny shooting it, you know, shooting it behind the back, throwing mm-hmm. it over my head because it's Wake Forest. They don't even fill up the stadium every game. So it's not a comfortable position 
to just jump into unless you know you got that dog in you. And um, you know, I think it'd be good to see now for Tyler Buckner. Same thing, the same rules apply, but in a different structure because now you got to learn how to play within the game. You be going hard in the paint, not even Shaq dunking every time. You know, he might get a layup in there, but Tommy, I mean, Tyler's trying to dunk it every time. <laughs> You're not big enough to dunk it every time. <laughs> right. Absolutely. That's a man. That's a great analogy, right? You try, dude, instead of being Shaq, you're more like Zion trying to play a Shaq yeah, game was. at a smaller size, and that's why you end up injured all the time. Yeah, you're injured all the time. You're trying to dunk it every every time? Like, yeah. come on, now. Yeah. Lucky Lefty Podcast, man. Well, that does it, man, for this part of the show where we talked about Sam Hartman coming into Notre Dame via the transfer portal, the impact, the difference between him and Tyler offensively, and the expectation for the offense. And no more excuses for Tommy Reese. We thank you so much. Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CFB Nation in conjunction with Irish Breakdown. It's the Lucky Lefty Podcast. You already know, we spin it different. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.